in our previous episode, we talked about tampo, which is the Pinoy love language difficult to detect, especially in the American cultural context. If you haven't listened to the episode where I talk about tampo, go back to that episode. In today's episode, we will talk more about the antidote for tampo, which is the Pinoy love language called suyo. What is suyo and how can you apply the power of suyo in your Filipino relationships today? Are Filipinos truly bilingual? We use the same language at home but speak in love languages foreign to each other, together but separated. Kamusta? I'm Rowan, licensed psychotherapist mom, immigrant twice, first-generation Pinay raising my mixed Filipino-American children in America. I found that after visiting 500 Filipino homes, I continue to be a student of the culture. In this podcast, we would be seatmates in this beautiful cultural classroom. And by the way, did I tell you I need my kaping barako straight from Batangas before each class? If you're interested in learning the deep intricacies of the Filipino culture, especially as it merged with American culture, talks about trauma-informed care and deepening your Filipino relationships across generations, which includes my fave topic, Pinoy Love Languages, you're in the right place. Did you know that you can leave a voicemail to this Filipina therapist? I'll be so kilig if you do. Simply click on the episode details and you'll find the link there to leave me a voicemail. I can't wait to hear from you. And if you haven't accessed the free Speak the Pinoy Love Language webinar, what are you waiting for? There you'll discover what is the cause for this generational cultural conflict in our Filipino homes and what to do about it using the culturally relevant ruler method that I created to transform your Filipino relationships today. And as always, every link details are in the show notes. Hi, everyone. Thank you for taking a listen. Thank you in advance. Let's talk about suyo. What is suyo? So in the islands, if a man is interested in a woman in the older times, the man uses suyo to grab her attention and then finally her affection. So like I said, in the older times, it might entail chopping wood for her family. We call that sibak or gathering water ration for her to use or her family. We call that igib. Today, suyo can look very different, but it's aimed to tame the other, to accept an offer or an apology or a profession for love. Stay true. Now, suyo can be complex because it vows to use the art of insistence and persistence so i'll talk more about that and give you an example it's a dance quite enjoyable to partake in if understood enough but in many occasions even in the islands but most especially in america it's not so easy to understand the dance of suyo may be compromised or misunderstood right by using silence ignoring, or even giving the other, the person doing the suyo, 
the coaxing a harder time. This is all part of what I call the art of persistence and insistence. So again, let me repeat if I wasn't clear. Suyo is coaxing. It's a repeating action so that you can be closer to the other person, whether you are professing love or you are giving an offering of an apology. So you want the other person to actually accept your offer. Now, the ability to read that no as not actually a no can be difficult, especially in American culture, where we teach our children very, very earlier on, which is actually a positive thing to say no when they mean no, like, no, I, I don't want chicken nuggets. I prefer some mac and cheese, for instance, right? But in the Philippine culture, there's a lot of dance around that. So no can sometimes mean not necessarily no, but not right now. And insisting that you, the seeker, the person who's doing the suyo, can actually appease the other person. So let me give you an example when I talk about the art of insistence and persistence. Imagine a guest and a host. So the host is the person that owns the home. She opens the door and tells the guest, oh, come on in. Would you like lunch? I prepared some lunch. And the guest, not knowing so much about the person, would say, oh, no, I'm fine. I'm okay, even though the person might be really hungry. Now, the person continues, walks to other parts of the home, and let's pretend the kitchen is at the very end of the one-level home. And so while they're walking, the host asks again, no, no, it's okay. I actually prepared pancit for you. The guest, the Filipino guest, would say, no, no, I'm really okay. I'm, I'm fine. I, I ate before I, I left. Finally, when they re reached the kitchen, the host got a plate. And then there you go. She puts a pancit and set the table for the guests. At that point, the person said, see, I have really prepared for you. And then the guests happily ate the pancit. So the art of insistence is, and persistence is this. For both, just say in that example, for the lack of a better term, traditional Filipino, Filipinos who grew up in a more collective context, because not because we're Filipino, we all grew up in the same way. But let's say that's the case. Both are reading each other. So the guest wants to say no initially because she's trying to also see if the host is simply offering something just out of being polite and her wanting to be polite back she'd say something no 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 i just ate even though her tummy was grumbling and she was obviously hungry and so by repeating insisting and persisting the host asking over and over again and then by her actuation she really showcased that indeed she prepared something for the guest the guest then receives that message with the art of insistence and persistence, sits down and eats the pancet. So in this way, this is contrary to how I know we're taught in the Western world and deciphering context, right? This context could really be mind boggling. Why is it that one 
would just have to keep saying no and the other one would have to keep offering just so that we could be certain that both parties are sincere in their offering and in their accepting. And this is where really uh, the complexity of the Pinoy culture comes in. And that's why I love talking about the Pinoy love language because there's so much richness in the culture and a lot of it also can cause a lot of conflict in families in diaspora, especially in America, because it's so opposite with the way we manage ourselves in the society here in the Western culture in general. So as with the Pinoy love language of lambing, which I talked about, go back to the episode if you haven't taken a listen, suyo is repeating yourself to coax someone. You are being tested. So are you really sorry, for instance? And if you are sorry, there is this insistence and persistence that the person on the other end is trying to gauge, are you really sorry? So sometimes you might notice your mom, like you didn't do, didn't mean to do something and you say, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't know. If your mom is not acting on the Pinot love language of Suyo, one time might, might be fine. But especially maybe if the other party has done this so many times, she'll need a little bit of a repetition. She's testing if the person is actually sincere. And it's the same as when you are asking for someone's affection. And there's this term in the islands called legal, uh, wooing a person's love. Back home when I was younger, I did experience this. It's quite a romantic Filipino practice of wooing the, the woman. And the process of that is also suyo where the man is actually trying to prove to the woman that he is coming from good intent. Now, one might say there is a genderism to that. Why is it that the woman is the only one that needs to be wooed and uh, not vice versa? We can talk more about that in a future episode, genderism in our Filipino culture. But for now, let me give you a couple of examples after this quick break. An example so you can practice the love language of Suyo. Jankalang! By the way, other than the free webinar on Speak the Pinoy Love Language, do you know there is a masterclass called Pakiramdam Attunement Filipinos on Affection? Beyond words, there I talk about the most misunderstood Filipino core value, which is called Pakiramdam. Go check out the link that Masterclass is available for your viewing, and everything will be in the show notes. Let's go back to the topic of Suyo. Again, Suyo is coaxing. Uh, part of the feature of uh, Suyo is repetition because it shows the person. Uh, the, uh, on the other end, that one is sincere. And why that's valuable in the Filipino culture is because there is a, a core value of being polite, kagandahang loob, to be kind. And so we always want to have people join us, but now in certain relationships or certain situations, 
uh, when it really counts, you want the person, you want to know if the person really wants you to become a part of that system or they're just doing it because they want to include you. They don't want you to be left out or it's out of really a sincere intent that they value that other person. So that's one of the reasons why this Pinoy love language could be irritating for some, especially in the American culture where you just be direct, just say it. If you say no, that's what I, I am going to take as what you mean. And usually with the suyo or and in the other Pinoy love language, that's not the way, the process of communication. And usually in many Pinoy love languages, you'll see there's a need for repetition. The Filipino or a Filipino who's very collective and really wants to embody the core value of kapwa, of not separating from the other, is needing that affirmation that this is really sincere because it's very common for us to just include everyone. Let me give you an example. So let's say John and Susan are interracial couples. By the way, you might be amused that in my practice as a psychotherapist, it is the non-Filipino, usually husband, that connects with me for couples therapy. And they're mind boggled by how the Filipino woman, usually first generation or 1.5, is expressing themselves. And this is where I teach a lot about Pinoy love language and how it's very different and how even in couples, but in family relationship, even between Filipinos, two Filipinos, parents and their children, you could really see this in action. So let's begin. So John and Susan, and Susan became upset with John because she said so many times to John, that he needs to be home like between 5 to 6 p.m. And I'm making this scenario up as I'm talking. So 5 to 6 p.m. But then John came home late and he didn't even text her. And But he was rushing and he got really stuck in traffic. So when he, this happened, he said sorry to Susan. She seemed fine. But then it happened again. And now... He said sorry, but Susan was not having it. And she said it was fine. But then when it was time to watch TV, which is what they usually do after dinner, she was doesn't want to sit next to John and doesn't even want to look the usual duration she would look at him while they're talking. So something's up, something's off. And... John already said sorry, and so he goes, I, I don't know what else you want. I said my boss called me unexpectedly, and I ran late, so I, I already said I'm sorry. And so the thing about Suyo is this. Suyo wants a sincere apology over and over. There's a repetition. And when I use the, the, the language over and over, it can get irritating. But uh, what I meant that there's a repetition. She really wants, Susan wants John to know she was hurt and that he promised. And one apology, especially when he's done something similar in the past, even though there was a reason for it, was not enough for Susan. And so the couple, especially John, 
it's very confused. Like, what else do you want? I already said sorry, okay? Can't you take my sorry? And the Pinoy love language of Suyo asked John to understand that Susan's feelings have been hurt because she takes his word. There's a heavy weight to it. And because that's how much she cares for John and that she thinks that if she tells him she'll be home a certain time that she'll do it, she'll be there or at least tell him that that's not the case and her feelings are very hurt. And it makes the situation worse when John does not understand. And in fairness to John, how would he understand all these? These are kind of like a little complicated to understand. But to explain it from that perspective, the way I just explained, and from that, then you understand, oh, oh okay, I see, I, you know, he, she really values my word. And I broke my promise, if you will. And so if you anchor from that, then you can now get a little bit closer to Susan and say, you know, honey, I'm really sorry. And what do you need? And then it may take a few tries or even using humor. Humor is actually something very appeasing to many Filipinos, especially when they're expressing some Pinar love language that might not be the most positive. When you reach humor, it cools down the temperature. And so that's an example. What John would need to understand where she's coming from. And if we're using the ruler method, uh, which we can talk later, but there is a part there where John can also negotiate. You know, honey, when you just don't talk, I really don't know how to show you my my appreciation or my care. And I know you're upset, but I don't know what to do. Can you just give me some gestures, some secret words? I remember watching Ghost, the movie where they'd say ditto to sort of like express I love you. So let's just pretend, okay, we say a, a secret or ditto, that means that's not enough, right? So in many ways, she's still able to express her being Filipina and acting on her Pinoy love language, but she's giving a little bit more clues in fairness to John because he's just not able to read. Imagine if he keeps doing that, not being able to read, you know, a bad feeling turns into resentment and imagine that cycle in your relationship. And so no wonder, right, when we're not deciphering each other's love language, both of John, my recommendation is Susan also would have to learn the love language of John and vice versa. So that is the Pinoy love language of Suyo. Have you used this? Has anyone used this on you? In sharing Pinoy love languages, our hope is that we're speaking a common language to each other. And when we begin with tender startups, right, we're softening the or cooling off the temperature, then we can negotiate. I think the goal really in America is to be able to negotiate, to also help the other person understand that you can't fully read such a just simply from gestures and nonverbal cues but also that the person is able to express so when they do activate and use some pinoy love love languages they're not foreign to the other so there goes 
our Pinoy love language of Suyo. I hope this has been helpful. Again, don't forget to access the masterclass on Pakiramdam, Attunement, Filipinos and Affection Beyond Words. All the links description are in the show notes. I hope you're having a good day or had a good day. Again, this is Rowan signing off. So, ulitin! Mm-hmm.